Hello, everyone. Welcome to the James and Neil podcast. We are so excited to be here today to talk all about product ideas. Oh. We're going to jump yeah. right in and start yeah. talking about how to come up with product ideas if yeah. you're just stuck. If you know you want to have a business, but you don't know exactly what you want to do yet, oh. that's what today is going to be for. Oh, I love it. I love it. James, okay, so first off, you need to notice that James is a super enthusiastic person. And I was just talking like, hey, we got to make sure we're always like enthusiastic. We have energy so people can have energy when they listen to us. And he just brought it. So thank you, James. I, you bet, <laughs> man. There's some days you just don't have it. That's understandable. Um, but also today's, today's podcast is kind of piggybacking off of yesterday's podcast where we talked about just getting started. You know, you may have the desire to get started. Awesome. Don't let that desire go. The biggest, I want to say the biggest builder for success for entrepreneurs is momentum is you know one success leads to another one then that one leads to another so just kind of maintain that momentum and our goal today with this meeting off of now you have that idea of i'm I'm gonna start a company what am i actually gonna do like i said he's gonna approach that and there's two ways that we're going to approach it one is i guess there's two ways you can develop your product these are the two easiest ways passion and frustration. You know, if there's something you're passionate about, great. Get started on it. See if there's a market, sell it, but we'll dive deeper into that. And then frustration. What's something that made you frustrated? And is there a solution to that frustration? Right? That's what you're going to try to develop. But James will talk about passion. I'll talk about frustrations. And with that, James, the floor slash the listener's ear is yours. Thank you, Neil. What do you even call that? It's not really, it's virtual floor. Yeah, the virtual microphone is yours. Is <laughs> well, the mic is yours. Right, okay, it's not a virtual. We have one right here. Mic is yours. <laughs> Take it. Okay, so I was, you know, when I was thinking about starting my own business, I talked to one of my neighbors um, who has a very successful business of his own, and I said, Mike, you know, how, what product should I do? Like, I want to start a business. What should I do? And, and the first thing he said to me was, Well, what are you passionate about? So I listed a few things I was passionate about, and and he said, okay, so let's just take two of those ideas and form a product out of it. And I'll I'll, I'll give you the example that he used. So I'm I'm really passionate about sports, um, about being outdoors, like hiking and camping, and interestingly enough, about cosmology, the study of the universe. And and I'm like, ah, that one might be kind of hard to tie into a product, but whatever. And Mike's like, no, no, it's actually pretty easy. Maybe what you could do is take people out on, on site or on stargazing tours, you know, go down to, into the desert where there's no lights. Um, you break out the telescopes, look at all the stars and, you know, charge money to, to go and, and do these little excursions. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, that's brilliant. That would be a really cool product idea. And it's something I'm passionate about. So it would be really easy to sell it and, and to get people involved and to go and just have a great time doing it. Um, and so, so yeah, like, you know, maybe you could start by doing that. List out the things you're passionate about and then find ways to to productize what you love doing. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, you won't only be running your business, but you'll have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. Also, some fears as you're looking into what you're passionate about, um, as, you, as you're looking up and you're seeing different competitors, don't be scared that you have competition. Pretty much everybody will have competition. Whether it's big box, little box, mom and pop, whatever, you're going to have competition. We'll discuss about how to get around competition or actually use them to your advantage at other times. But for right now, yeah, the passion, 
if you have something you're passionate about, go to town, go to town. I think I told you earlier, my, one of my, uh, a friend of mine, a brother-in-law of mine is passionate about bug collecting. And he wanted so badly to make a, a bug collecting company. It's just, he never, he, he, he tried a little bit and kind of just kept it on the side while he did his normal day job. But we'll talk more about on that another time too. Yeah. But are there any other insights on passion or, or passion, like what you love doing? No, I, you know, just going back to you'll love doing it and it won't feel like work. It'll feel like a hobby and you can get paid while doing a hobby. So that's, that's kind of an advantage there. You know, <laughs> there's a few hobbies of mine that I'm like, do I want to get paid for this? Cause if I did, then I might burn myself out, but that's always another fear. Right. Um, and you, you can judge for yourself on that. Thing well, in particular. and that's, that's another, uh, way that we come in, right? Like mm-hmm. what we help because we're passionate about helping people do things they love. Mm-hmm. And so if you know that you love doing something and want to make a product out of it, but you don't know how to run the business or how to sell it or how to make it profitable, mm-hmm. that's when you could come to us and we, we could help you out there. So oh, that's you, true. You wouldn't even have to yeah. worry about the business side of things. You could just go off and do what the thing that you love and we would help make it profitable. Hashtag plug in for us. Hooray. <laughs> um, now that's very cool. Uh, if you don't mind, let's just jump into frustrations yeah, then. Do it. So I, I feel like I talk more negatively. <laughs> so thank you for your, your patience, everyone there. Uh, the frustration, the, the side of developing a product out of frustration for me, the first time that ever happened was back in my college days. I was about to graduate and I was looking for a job. Um, so I started studying everything I could about finding jobs in my area. And yeah, wanted to make the most I possibly could. And it was about six months before I graduated and I discovered, okay, if I get an internship, I'll make more money. I'll make about 15 to 25% more money right out of school. You know, at the time, I think the, a normal paying job was around $36,000, $37,000 a year. So I was, I was going to be able to make forty to $45,000 a year if I had an internship before I went in. And I was like, great, let's get an internship. So I started calling around and I could not find an internship for my life. Um, I couldn't at all. And I was like, this is weird. And granted, I was looking for a paid internship. I wasn't, I felt like I was more valuable than free. I'd already done lots of free stuff in the past and had a couple people say, yes, come on in. Uh, you know, the economy tanked at that point. I think that was, yeah, 2008, 2009 era economy tanks. Nobody's really hiring at this point. And I was like, man, what the devil? So I started looking even more of like, how do you just get a job? And I realized that people still need interns, even if they work for free, right? In that whole stat of you'll make more money once you graduate in your field, if you had an internship, like some sort of real world experience outside of just your college development, you'll make more money. I was like, this is amazing, but I'm struggling getting internships. There's probably a lot of other people struggling to get internships too. And I was like, what if I could develop this widget that connected to these databases where companies could say, hey, we're hiring for internships here. And they could say, we want it in this area because we want local internships. And then that information would shoot out to all these different widgets that would be tied to the student's ID number. And so anytime they used a school computer, you need to understand this time when I was there, laptops were still only for like the wealthy students. Um, Nowadays, everybody seems like they have a laptop. 
And You're showing like, your age there, Neil. Oh, straight up. My dad's, it is what it is. <laughs> but I was so proud of this idea. I'm like, wow, this would work. And I, I knew the right people that the, the college itself offered a fund that helped people get things started. I started building the, the actual product in a, in a thing called Drupal, which was like a free to use, build your own widgets. Um, and we called them widgets. Like it wasn't just an app. It was an actual like widget that would tie to your account. And I remember I was like, this is brilliant. We're going to have so many people that can go there for, for internships, finding their things so they can get jobs before they're actually graduated. Started building it, went to the, 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 the individual that was in charge of the, the small grant that they would get you to get to give you to get started. And I had a friend of mine, Tom, that actually gotten a grant for his own little company. And I went and I started, I started pitching it. And like, well, why would this be useful? I'm like, well, really? Well, A, you could say your placement, your job placements significantly higher. And B, you can boast to students that graduate from the school, make more money mm-hmm. because they have higher like placement. Again, they get they have internships that will then pay higher after when they get the real job. I was like, this will just there's why wouldn't you want to use this? Like to me, it was no brainer. I think I did a very poor job really illustrating the ideas here. <laughs> um, and I had a I had a co-founder at that time too, uh, named Todd, who was just a great guy to work with. He was the doer, he would just get stuff done. And we were in the meeting. He could tell I was getting a little heated. Like, what definitely was, wasn't professional by any oh, means. Man. I'm like, no, this is a great idea, and I don't care what you say. Um, I actually said something along those lines. Like, this is going to be successful. I'm going to make it work. And she's like, the, 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 the woman that I was working with was like, bless her heart, was just as patient as can be, knowing that I was just upset because someone was knocking on my idea. Um, needs to say, she did not grant us money. You know, it was only $10,000 that we were looking for, but she did not grant it. And I left and I was like, what the, this is ridiculous. What, whatever, this was going to be, this, this was gold. <laughs> this is gold, Jerry, gold. Um, <laughs> no, we were, we were kind of like broken heart after that, like kind of just crestfallen to say the least. And I let that actually stop me at that point because someone else said no. Mm. And funny enough, I, I ended up graduating and like, like, four or five months later, and then moved out of the country to work on some other projects. While I was out of the country, I saw Monster, monster Mm Monster.com, launch what I had pitched to this woman. It was for colleges. It was to help students get internships because when they have internships, their placement is higher and they actually make better money. And I was like, I felt so validated (laughs) that I was like, whoa, whoa, it wasn't a bad idea. It really was a good idea. Monster.com just did it. Um, man, I, I, I had the whole like vindicated, validated mentality. That like, huh, I was right. You guys are all stupid idiots, <laughs> um, which I think was the wrong lesson to take there. The real lesson to take was that, wow, I actually did have a good idea that was built out of my frustration of just trying to find a good internship that was in my field so that I could continue on because I think it's, it was back in that day, it was only like 30% of college students actually use their degree in their job. It was really low. And I was like, ah, we can, we can get those. Those are rookie numbers. Get those up. I know, we can get those up. Uh, the transformation that I took was that, no, I actually am capable of developing a real product. Not only did I develop a cool product or had, to, I guess, created the idea of a cool product. 
I could do it if I just knew a little bit more. And that's going back to this with the frustration with your passion. You are capable of developing a product. I think all the listeners, everyone needs to understand that. You just make sure you think about it. Take the time to really to develop a little bit further. I think I spent maybe only two, three weeks on this product idea before I pitched it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have a pitch deck. I didn't do anything. Um, and I really thought that the only way you could get something off the ground was if someone gave you money to build it. Right. Which we've already kind of proven. No, that's that's not true. You can do it by yourself without having money, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, if you have money, that it leaves some pain, causes others. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money, it leaves some pain, causes others. Right. Really up to you. Um, with your product, though, just think on what do you want to do or what are you trying to solve? Right. And and once you have, have looked at those and have come up with a really cool idea, it's really important at that point to, to get validated, like Neil said. Mm-hmm. Like, so go out and start talking to people and start pitching it. Mm-hmm. And if you get no's, that's fine. You'll, you might also get some yeses. The point is you want to, you want to find out what you get more of more no's or more mm-hmm. yeses and, and do a little bit of online research too, to see if anyone else has had this idea. If they have, and if it's selling like hotcakes, then it's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. If you have competition, it's probably a good idea. But if no one out there is doing it, then maybe it might not be a good idea, but you still try pitching it anyway to yeah. see. The point is you just have to go out and do your research mm-hmm. and and really explore the opportunity before jumping in and investing a lot into it. Yeah. No, there's, there's like I just said, there's pains and strengths with every idea. Whereas when, when you mentioned the whole, if there's a lot of competition, that's a good idea. We're meaning that people are buying that product. Yeah. Where if, if it's if it's a new product, you have a different battle of getting people's attention to say, trust me, this product is going to change the world. Mm-hmm. But that's a different topic for another day. We'll it jump is, into yeah. that. I feel like the whole Conan the Barbarian movie, if you ever watched that, at the very end when it's like, and Conan did this and this, like that, that gravelly <laughs> narrator's voice talking is like, but that's a story for another time. That's it's like, right. no, yes. I want the story now. Give me some more Conan. Arnold, why did you ever stop? <laughs> we miss you we love you but that's that that's all i have for right now is there anything else from your part james no no except for to follow up on that last statement mm-hmm. um you've heard of what sharon dazi's thousand tales I'm not sure how to pronounce that name mm-hmm. but apparently the, the, the myth behind this this book is that you know the storyteller selling stories to this king and he was gonna be like he had an execution date oh that's but, right but as he was telling these stories he always left each story on a cliffhanger <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so what's his life? Yeah, what's the cliffhanger for today? Then, why do we get the listener to come back and listen to the next episode? It was the competition thing, exploring the competition. If no one out there is doing it, there's ways to get around that. There are, there are, and also, yeah. How do you say that, Sharon? Sharon Zadi? Sharon. You know, what? I concede to you. I had. I knew the tale. I had no idea the name of the tale. Keep listening. So. On our next episode, we'll tell you the correct <laughs> way to pronounce that. You know, <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. That's, the, that's it. Everyone have a wonderful day and let us know your thoughts.